I am so freaking excited to be rounding out this incredible series with one of my all-time favorite myths to bust through. Because let's be real, the online space can be noisy AF and it can leave you feeling super confused about the right actions to take to land that first or next client and grow your business. That's why today I'm busting through the myth that you don't know how to get your next client and reminding you that you actually do know you may just not be able to see it right now. And after this combo, you'll have the mindset you need to believe marketing and sales are actually really simple. Yes, I said simple and feel more confident in yourself, your business and your ability to land clients and make more money in your biz. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope your week is off to an incredible start. I have to be completely honest with you. It was a total toss up as to what topic I wanted to pick to round out the final episode of the myth busting series. Now I am just trusting that since this is on my heart to talk about today, this is what's meant to come up and this is what you really need to hear. So we're just going to roll with it and trust that this is the best possible topic for the final episode. And with that, I feel like this one is more of an unspoken myth than something that you may have heard outright. And what I mean by that is I feel like this is one of those ideas that sort of hangs in the air, sort of lingers a fog, if you will, in the online space. And it can be one of those stories that's really disempowering and it can make it really difficult for you to take more actions in your business that are going to help you see more results. Now, that is the story that you don't know how to get your next client. Now, this is something that comes up all the time on clarity calls that I have with potential clients. It's something that clients tell me when they first start working with me. And perhaps it's even something that you've confided to a business bestie of yours. But with that, I really want to talk about where this idea comes from, why it is that this sort of lingers in the online space and why it is that this limiting belief may be showing up for you, plus what we can do to shift it. So perhaps you haven't actually said those words out loud. Perhaps you haven't actually uttered the words, I don't know how to get my next client, but you feel like you're spinning your wheels. You feel like you're really struggling to know what the right actions even are that are going to bring in more of the dream clients you love working with. And that honestly can make it really difficult to take action on those things. Because if you're not confident that you are taking the right actions, the chances that you're going to want to follow through with those actions and stick with them long-term is actually not very good, right? 
it's a lot easier or it feels like the actions come with a lot more ease when you are confident that the actions that you're taking will lead to results. They will lead to you getting that first or next client. They will lead to breaking through that income plateau and hitting that next level income goal. All of that belief that goes into taking those actions is actually what allows you to stick with the action long-term and see more results. But where I think this comes from is all of the noise in the online space. All you have to do is pick up your phone and scroll once or twice to see exactly how many differing opinions there are in the online space. And you could probably find a hundred different people all talking about the same topic with a hundred different opinions and different ways to go about it. And I know that that can be really confusing. Not only that, but people tend to take a very strong opinion in the online space. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I actually think that's a good thing because because it means that you are really clear on what it is that you stand for, what your messaging is. You're attracting the right people and you're repelling the right people. But with that, it also can be very confusing if you are trying to take in and process all of those differing opinions. So with that, there is so much confusion built up and it can feel like a really complicated process to go about getting that first or next client. But what I know to be true is that sales and marketing isn't actually that complicated. It isn't actually this big, complex, convoluted thing where you need to have all the funnels and have all the DMs going and have all these like sales calls and have all of these things working at the exact same time, right? I'm not saying that any of those strategies are bad or don't work. There's a time and a place for every strategy, and I really do believe that, and every strategy works if you believe it will and you stick with it. However, with that, there is this importance around getting clear on the strategy that feels best to you. And when I say that, I really mean, what is the strategy that you believe in? What is the strategy that you actually enjoy? What is the strategy that actually works for you? I can tell you in the very beginning of my coaching business, the idea of hopping on sales calls was terrifying to me. I didn't even know what it was that I would say when I got a potential client on a sales call, let alone how to transition that to how they could actually take that next step with me and how I could support them in working with me. That all felt really confusing and like I just didn't know how, but What I know to be true now is that I actually did know how. It had been something that I had been doing in my design business anyway. I was so used to getting people on calls to talk about their design project. I just wasn't calling it a sales call. And the process was very similar. It was a very similar call. It was a very similar process. And ultimately, it was sales calls that built that relationship up and allowed clients to decide if they wanted to take that next step with me. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't uncomfortable. And that discomfort can sometimes make it feel wrong. And I think that this is where so many people get tripped up when it comes to getting that first or next client, because that discomfort, that feeling that you're not sure how, that you're not sure what to say, that you're not sure if you're even doing it right, if you feel like you're just not saying the right things to convert, whatever thoughts are coming up for you in that process can make it feel like 
like you just don't know when in actuality you may know you may be doing it exactly right it's just the uncomfortableness if that's a word that is making it feel wrong so i'm hoping that this makes sense here because it doesn't the discomfort doesn't necessarily mean that sales calls don't work the discomfort simply means that you are taking an uncomfortable action and what i know to be true is that the uncomfortable actions are typically the ones that move us closer to our goals just faster right we typically see them produce more results by way of no longer avoiding them because of their discomfort. Now, all of that to say that that discomfort can make it feel like you don't know how to get your next client because what you're really saying there is I don't know how to get my next client in a way that feels good. I don't know how to get my next client in a way that feels in integrity or I don't know how to make an invitation to support this person further. But I would be willing to bet that you know the actions that are going to bring you closer to getting that first or next client. You are just not allowing yourself to go all in on those actions. You are still looking for the missing link. You may be still scrolling, looking for what you're missing. You may be still hopping from strategy to strategy. Maybe it's Pinterest one day. Maybe it's Instagram the next. Maybe you're trying to learn reels while also trying to get on Clubhouse at the same time. I think that there is such a tendency in the online space when things feel uncomfortable to want to hop to the next strategy, to want to find the next thing that is going to bring you closer to your goal. Now, I totally get why that is the tendency there. I totally understand that. I know that I have definitely felt that way multiple times throughout my businesses, but What I know to be true is that most of the time it isn't about the strategy. Most of the time, the strategy actually works. Like every strategy works, right? But the question is, are you going all in on it? Are you fully believing that that strategy is what is going to bring you closer to your goal? So what I mean by that is if you go all in on sales calls, Are you sticking with them long enough to see them produce results? Now, I can tell you that the first sales call I got on for this coaching business, I can still remember who it was. And I was just... I I was just so nervous, right? It was so uncomfortable. It was so new. But something being new doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong. And this is a really important differentiation. I knew that sales calls worked. Heck, I wasn't calling them sales calls in my design business, but I saw how quickly they could build that relationship. I saw how quickly they could convert. So there was a part of me deep down that knew that sales calls worked. I just needed to stick with the discomfort of them long enough to figure out how I could have a sales call in a way that felt good for me and land coaching clients. Now I freaking love sales calls. I think they're amazing. They're one of my favorite parts of my business because I honestly find it so fun to connect with other entrepreneurs. I find it so fun to identify those blind spots, those ways in which they're keeping themselves stuck 
so that we can shift that, right? Because I have been in those shoes. I have been that person who felt like they were trying all the things and it just wasn't working, right? And allowing and supporting people to get to that place so much faster is honestly one of my favorite things, helping them to see where their mindset is holding them back and shifting that so that the actions themselves produce more results is so freaking fun to me. But I digress. All of that to say that I knew sales calls worked, but I needed to stick with it long enough to see the results on the other side of sales calls working. If I had given up on the first, the third, the I don't even know how many of these I did before I landed my first client, honestly, but probably quite a few. I, I just wouldn't have seen the result, right? If I had said, you know what? Sales calls aren't for me. I need to be signing clients in the DMs that I shouldn't be like trying this. I could have hopped from thing to thing to thing and I could have never seen the result. I could have never landed a client from the strategy. And this is so often where I see people get stuck is the strategy itself is not supposed to be complicated. Complicated. It is not supposed to be this big, complex things you don't understand. You don't have to have 500 automations. You don't have to have a welcome sequence. Heck, yeah, no, I'm thinking I still don't have a welcome sequence. I'm like, I think I wrote one at one point, but it's definitely not running in the background at this point. And all of that to say, you do not need this big, complicated thing. If you cannot explain me, to me, your strategy in one or two sentences, then it is probably more complicated than it needs to be. And that is leading to this feeling that you don't know how to get your next client. But deep down, I think you do know. I really believe that you know that if you were showing your face more on social media, you would be building that like, know, and trust factor with your ideal client. I really think you know that if you were actually showing up and posting consistently on your platform of choice, whether that be Instagram or Facebook, that you would be building more relationships and warming up your audience, getting them excited to buy. I think you really know that if you stick with this business long-term, that you can't help but see more results because of it. But <laughs> all of those knowings, all of those internal knowings can be clouded by the, the noise in the online space. All of those in, internal knowings can be clouded by all of this programming that says you don't know, that you can't trust yourself, that your intuition has been eroded so many times that you really don't think that you know. And I'm here to call BS. I think this is a total myth. Now, don't mistake my words here. I am not saying keep doing exactly what you're doing with no results and eventually the results will show up. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that the story that you don't know is one of the most dangerous stories you can tell yourself. And the reason I say that is because it is so incredibly disempowering. It will leave you feeling like, again, this was a problem in my design business. I felt like all of the results that I got in that business happened outside of me simply because they were by way of referrals. And that felt really freaking disempowering. And that, quite honestly, that's why I was so freaked out about money so often was because I was seeing these swings in my business from an income perspective that I really felt so disconnected from. I really felt like I had nothing to do with how money was coming into my business. And that is a scary place to be. So the shift here 
is deciding that you do know, deciding that you do know how to get your next client, deciding that you do know the strategy that's going to work best for you and sticking with it through that discomfort. Because again, the discomfort doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just uncomfortable long enough to see the results on the other side of that. And what I know to be true is that takes an incredible amount of support. This is why I love coaching. This is why I do the work that I do because sticking with a strategy when it feels like it's not working, when it feels like you're hearing crickets, when it feels like you are posting into the abyss and it is just not yielding the results you want yet, when you feel like you are just starting to see like the tiniest drop of a result and you are trusting that that faucet's going to continue to drip, right? And that is ultimately going to build up over time, build momentum and feel like you damn well turn that faucet on, (laughs) but staying in it for that period of time is actually really difficult. And what I mean by that is our brains really want to tell us to stay safe, right? They're there to keep us safe. They're there to keep us away from real danger. They're there to help us survive, right? And that's programmed in from our humanity as a whole, right? Like I think that it served us well in many ways. Like that goes back to a time when we had to worry about like hunting and gathering and being eaten by wolves. I don't know. But like My point being, that serves us very well, but there's nothing inherently dangerous about being in business. So when our brain kicks up that dirt and says, this discomfort means that there is actually a threat or this discomfort means that we are in danger, that is when the mindset work really comes into play. That is where coaching support is so incredibly valuable. That is where having someone to reflect to you exactly how you're keeping yourself stuck by changing your offers up a billion times or hopping from strategy to strategy or the stories that your mind is telling you that no one wants to work with you or that you're underqualified or that this business is never going to work, right? Someone to hold space for all of those fears and help you to see exactly where your limiting beliefs are coming into play and where you may be getting in your own way in terms of strategy is so incredibly valuable. So my point being, you can know deep down that you do know how to get your next client. You do know the actions that you can take to bring you closer to that income goal. And yet we all can still stand in our own way, right? I am not exempt from this. This is why I have a business coach. This is why I believe so heavily in support is because you can know and follow your intuition and you can really be tapped into that and be approaching your business from an empowered place. And you can still have those mindset wobbles. You can still have those times when it takes a lot of support to stick through the discomfort, right? And I think there's this misconception in the online space where There's almost this idea that you reach a certain point in business and your mindset shouldn't hold you back anymore. And it honestly, you know, having seen this business grow, I can tell you 
It's the same things that pop up, right? They just take different form. And it's so easy to think, oh my goodness, like I thought I already worked through this. I thought I was done with this. I can't believe that, you know, my worthiness and enoughness stuff is showing up again. I thought I already handled this. But the truth is most of us have that one thing. Most of us have that one thing that holds us back, that pops up at every single level of our business. And it gets easier to spot right? It gets easier to work through. It doesn't feel nearly as much like it knocks you out of the game as it did earlier on in business, but it still comes up. And that is so incredibly valuable to recognize because again, it allows you to trust that you do know how to get your next client. Your mindset is just having a little bit of a wobble again. And that is the piece to solve for, right? That is why mindset is everything. That is why so many people, myself included, talk about mindset being the most important work you can do in your business because it is very rarely the action itself that is holding you back. I really do believe that. Like, I think the actions are the easy part. I think that it's all the thoughts that stand in our way that make it so much more difficult to take the action or to fully believe in the action to see more results. And that is where most people get stuck. So I really think that this is kind of an unspoken myth in the online space. And what I mean by that is because there is so much noise and because Everyone is so quick to tell you how it is that they built their business, what worked for them, what process they followed, because we can have 20 modules on something. And I think that's gratifying in itself. Like, I think that there is a part of our brain that really enjoys feeling like we're working, feeling like we're making progress going through those 20 modules or going through that course and learning, right? And I think sometimes we mistake the learning for the doing. And what I mean by that is you can learn all the things under the sun around business, right? This is why when like there was a huge push for freebies in the online space. Everyone was downloading freebies all the time and you would have like 50 of them sitting on your desktop, but there's a huge difference between having 50 freebies sitting on your desktop and actually implementing what the freebies say. And most people I would be willing to bet probably aren't following through on that. Most people are probably downloading the freebies, getting the gratification that comes with just you know, doing, you know, some of that first step work that comes with the freebies or heck, even maybe not even doing that. And then not necessarily applying it to their business. Because again, sometimes we just don't have the mindset to follow through on it, right? Something starts to feel uncomfortable. And instead of questioning, oh, like that's interesting that this is uncomfortable for me like what is holding me back here what is coming up how can I work through that and moving forward and taking the action most of those freebies just went by the wayside right so it's kind of the difference between knowing that you should be working out and actually working out like you can think about working out all you want you can know that you have incredible physical and mental benefits when you work out but if you're not actually doing the workouts the results are going to be completely different right so that's kind of the difference that I'm seeing here is 
So often it's gratifying just to learn the information, right? So I see this a lot of times with clients on like podcast binges, right? So they'll like be like, oh my gosh, I spent so much time listening to XYZ's podcast. And like, I know all this stuff about, you know, insert topic here. And it's like, okay, that's great. But like, how is that applying to your business? How are you actually taking that information and applying it? Or is it simply an avoidance technique? And this isn't to like, blame or shame around it, but like, is it actually just you avoiding the uncomfortable actions in your business that are actually going to move you forward? Because it's so much easier. I mean, I can tell you it is so much easier to listen to a podcast than it is to take those uncomfortable actions in your business, than it is to hop on a sales call, than it is to write up those marketing posts if that feels uncomfortable to you, than it is to show your face on video if that feels uncomfortable to you. Like, heck yes. I mean, it's probably more comfortable to think about running than it is to actually run too. Like, I can tell you, actually, I know it is like I'm a runner, right? But the the point is that the results themselves happen when the mindset and the action are congruent. So that is so important to recognize there because that is what is going to help you to see more results. So I remember I was talking to a client a specific client that I have in mind. And we were having a conversation around this because early on in her business, she really felt like everything had to be automated. Like everything had to be this perfect workflow, this perfect automation. And it was actually holding her back from landing clients because she felt like she didn't have all of those details ironed out yet. And we had this super interesting conversation around how, well, first of all, how automation was actually holding her back from getting those clients, but also how the value itself was not in the automation. And this, I mean, this is an entirely different conversation. I'm not sure that we want to go like totally down this rabbit hole here, but it is a very interesting thing to look at because so often the value is in the one-to-one relationship with the client, the one-to-one service, right? So what is, think about it this way, like what is more personal? Someone who is taking you to your, like maybe you got a ticket to an event or something, right? Someone who is, you know, looking at your ticket saying, okay, well, you're seated up here. Let me take you to your seat or someone who's like, oh yeah, you're over there and points, right? And that's like, that's kind of the difference we were talking about there. And I'm not at all saying that automation is bad or that you shouldn't use it in your business. I think automation can be a beautiful thing, but from a mindset perspective, she was getting so caught up in, but the automation isn't perfect yet. And I was like, but there's so much more value and service in that one-on-one contact, especially early on in your business, because that's really how you form relationships. So that kind of white glove service is actually more valuable than having this perfect automation. And it was this total light bulb moment for her. But all of this to say, sorry, I'm like circling back to the point here, (laughs) but all of this to say that that automation was part of what I think she had learned in some course or some sort of program. And I reminded her that those programs, this entire industry with all of these programs in the online space are essentially feeding off the idea that you don't know. And 
I, I know that that's kind of like a, a like mind blown moment. And I'm not even thinking of anyone in particular here. I just think that this is something that is happening in the industry as a whole. But the reason that they can sell a course with 40 modules in it that tell you that you need a PDF investment guide and the perfect automation and also the perfect freebie and the perfect spreadsheet and the perfect insert thing here, right? Like, honestly, we could go on forever here. But the reason that they can sell you that is because it's an entire industry built up on the idea that you don't know what the F you're doing. (laughs) And it's so interesting to watch because that's why they, that's why that sells. That's why everyone thinks that they need these like really complex systems and really complex funnels and like a million things to get clients when an actual, I'm like getting so fired up. I can't, (laughs) You guys can't see me, but my hands are going wild here. (laughs) So this is why so many people in the online business space think that they do not know how to get their next client because they're seeing that you need 400 automations and 400 funnels and 400 spreadsheets. And they're like, well, well, fuck, I don't have all those things, right? I don't have the automations, the funnels, the spreadsheets. And therefore I must not know how to get my next client. So my point is twofold here. My point is actually that one, it is a very prevalent idea in the online space that you don't know what the F you're doing or otherwise it would be working. And then two, that anyone can sell you all of the things that you don't know that you're missing. And that is going to be the thing that helps you. But what I find is that's actually the thing that makes people more confused. That's actually the thing that almost like strips them of their power and feels like the business results are just like this really complex out there thing that they can't actually follow through on. When in actuality, I just don't think that's true. I think it's actually far more simple than the majority of the industry makes it out to be. And I think that so much of that is actually returning back to what feels good to you? What feels true to you? What do you actually believe in? And I'm not saying that's an easy process. I'm not saying that that is necessarily something that happens overnight. And I can tell you from, you know, building my design business, pivoting to coaching, building up the coaching business, that it has been an evolving process that I have had a ton of support in, in getting back to what feels true to me and getting back to what my intuition is telling me and getting back to reprogramming all those beliefs that say work has to be hard. It has to be complicated and a lot of work to be worthy and getting back to the belief that I don't have to work that hard to make a lot of money. Like all of that took an incredible amount of mindset work and support. But that is why I believe so, so much in the work that it is that I do, because it is not something that is just going to benefit your business for the span of six months and working together. This is, I have so many people that tell me that our future you coaching work together changed their life, that they're not the same person at the end that they were when they started. And I, from a coaching perspective, like I know that that is true. I have witnessed that transformation. I have taken clients from zero to their first 2K, 5K, 10K, all the way up to 18K months. And I know 
that they are not the same person that they were when we started working together. I have seen that. I have seen that transpire. And I know that this is work that is going to affect them and their business for the rest of their lives. It's almost like once you open your eyes to to this kind of mindset work, to this kind of knowing your mindset challenges and really knowing how you hold yourself back, like you can't unsee that, right? You can't unspot that. And most of the time, like that is what makes the biggest difference for clients is because we really get back to what feels good to them. We really get back to the programming that says they do know they can rather than all of this BS noise in the online space that says you don't know and you can't. (laughs) Like it just boggles my mind because... I want there to be more empowered business owners out there. I really do believe that you have what it takes to build the beautiful, balanced life and successful, thriving business, but it takes reprogramming all of these thoughts that say that you don't. If you're not landing the clients or making the kind of money you desire in your business, then I would be willing to bet that there is a mindset challenge lingering under the surface that is making it so much more difficult for you to take the right actions in your business to see results. Now, typically this looks like a fear around being too salesy, a fear around asking for more money, a fear around actually pitching a client on a call, and honestly, getting to the root of those mindset challenges and knowing what's holding you back is so key to shifting it and being able to close sales in a way that actually feels good to you. This is the work I love doing on my free sincere sales coaching calls, and this underlying thought work is the exact same work that I do with my clients long-term that helps them to go from zero to their first 2k, 5k, 10k, all the way up to 18k months. If you're ready to dive in and get to the root of the mindset challenges that are holding you back from closing more sales, then you're definitely going to want to join me for my free sincere sales coaching call. This is a totally free 30 minute call where you and I get to the root of that biggest mindset challenge around sales and shift it so that you can start closing more of them. You can grab a time that works for you at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. And I only do a few of those each week. So be sure to get on it. I know I've been saying that it's actually really simple, but I want to break this down for you because I want you to see how simple marketing and sales actually is, because I think that this is just super valuable to look at from a high level perspective. And then once you can see that you can break it down and see how you can apply this exact process to your own business, because I really believe like marketing and sales, they all go back to this. So let's talk about it. I believe that in every marketing and sales process, there are pretty much three components and those three components, I'm going to name them and then we can talk through each of them. There is initiating a relationship, nurturing a relationship and transforming a relationship. So when you look at your overall marketing and sales process, chances are you are initiating relationships in some way. So this is typically taking people who are completely new to you and your work and introducing yourself, making yourself known, getting visible, getting in front of them. There is a point at which you are meeting each other in the online space if you own an online business and you are really initiating that relationship. So This can look like a ton of different things, but 
Maybe they downloaded your opt-in or freebie. Maybe they joined your newsletter list. Maybe they started listening to your podcast for the first time. Maybe they saw a comment you left on one of their posts and they went and followed you back on Instagram. Maybe they hang out in the same Facebook group as you and left a comment on your post. This is that moment of initial contact, right? And there's almost no way that you can have a sale in the online space without initiating that relationship in some way. They've got to get to know you somehow. And this is why visibility is so important because the more visible you are, the more you're talking about your business, what it is that you do, how you help your clients, the results that are possible for them in the work together, like the more you are seen, the more results you're going to see from that because people can't buy from you if they don't even know about you, right? So most of the time, there is usually a time span between when you initiate that relationship and when that person transforms from a potential client into a paying client. And that in-between phase, I really think of as nurturing, right? So you are nurturing your potential clients, but in a multitude of different ways, honestly, by continuing to stay visible, right? You don't just post once and then be like, okay, cool. I'm done now. Like I got visible. That's good. No, you continue to post content. You continue to post on Instagram. You continue to put out podcast episodes. You continue to really attract the right people with your content, especially if you are in the online business space or the online space. I guess you don't have to be business to business. But if you are in the online space, you are probably nurturing in some way with your content, or this can also look like conversations, right? So maybe you're like nurturing them by having conversations over email. Maybe you're nurturing them by having conversations in the DM. Maybe you comment on each other's posts a lot on Facebook. I don't know. Insert your thing here, right? But there is typically some form of nurturing in between them being a potential client and a paying client. So when those potential clients transform, which is the third piece, into paying clients, typically something happens to make that happen. Does that make sense? I'm trying to think through how I worded that, but I hope it made sense. So for me, this looks like sales calls, right? I freaking love sales calls. I think they're amazing. I love building relationships on them. I know I've been talking about this a ton, but when people get on sales calls with me, they are very typically a yes, right? I know that they are a yes to working with me. They've already been nurtured. They've already listened to a bunch of podcast episodes. They've already like consumed a bunch of my content. Like they've already seen quite a bit of what I believe in, how I help my clients, those sort of things. And they're really ready to take that next step. Now, I really believe that this is where the ask or the offer is so important. And I really think that sales is just a conversation with an invitation attached. So Typically, what that looks like is making some sort of ask around, would this be the best next step for you? Would this be helpful to you? Do you think that this is what you are missing? Will this help you to reach your goals kind of thing? Where your offer is the solution to what it is that that person is struggling with. So if you are a website designer, this could look like, do you believe that a better 
website or a website that feels more like you would support you in growing your business? Do you believe that I am the right website designer for you? Just having those conversations, does this feel like the best next step for you? Making those direct asks, which I really believe is the invitation part of it, right? Like that's the invitation to continue. That's the invitation for you to support them in reaching their goals. I think so often there's this idea that this can be like icky or gross. And it's like, you are quite literally trying to help them with a goal that they told you they had. (laughs) And there is nothing icky or gross about that, right? So that is where you are really transforming that relationship. Those are the three pieces when you really break it down that marketing and sales have. And when you can think of it from that perspective, it makes it so easy to understand where it is that you might be getting stuck. And it strips away this idea that you don't know how to get your next client because you don't have like a million funnels in place or you don't have a million spreadsheets in place. Like it makes it so uncomplicated and so simple so that you can understand where do I need to be focusing my efforts? Do I need to be initiating more relationships? Do I need to be nurturing those relationships? Do I need to be transforming? And the three aren't mutually exclusive. Like all three of these pieces can be happening at the same time. But like you can see in walking through that process where it is that you might be holding yourself back. And typically, if you're holding yourself back, there's probably a mindset challenge there as well. So if you're noticing you're really good at initiating, you're really good at nurturing, but when it comes to transforming, when it comes to making that ask, that's where you get stuck. Then we get to get curious about that. We get to ask, okay, If I know I get stuck at transforming these relationships from potential clients into paying clients, is it because I'm not making those direct asks? Is it because I don't know how to like solidify that relationship even further? Is it because I am afraid to get on sales calls? Like we get to get to the root of what it is that's holding you back. And that is so helpful because then we get to see, okay, once we know what the mindset struggle is, then we know what story we need to shift. Then we know what it is that we can shift so that the action is easier to take. So I hope that makes sense. But that is really just the way that I like to think about it. And I think it just makes it so much more simple than like so many of these like 40 module things out there, right? It can be so freaking noisy and I just want to be so clear and so simple in how marketing and sales breaks down so that you can really get to the root of what is holding you back from seeing the results. Because like I said, it's typically not the actions or the strategy themselves and continuing to look for a different action, different strategy is probably also part of what's keeping you stuck. So just getting to, okay, which part of the process of the marketing and sales process is the biggest challenge for me right now? And how is my mindset holding me back from taking those actions? Those are two amazing questions that you can ask yourself. So the other thing I want to talk about here before we wrap up, because it's getting to be kind of a long episode, is 
reprogramming the thoughts that say you don't know. And one of the questions that I like to ask here, just to bust through this myth that you don't know how to get your next client is, but if I did know, what would that look like? And this is so helpful because it, it almost like allows your brain (laughs) to put on a shelf the idea that like you might not know the answer, right? It's like, okay, but if I did know, so your brain's not fighting with you anymore saying like, you don't know, like kicking and screaming, right? It's like, okay, but if I did know, what would that look like? And this is such an amazing question because one, you're getting your power back. You're saying, okay, cool. If I did know what that looked like, what, like, what would that be? What would I be doing? And so helpful, right? I did this exercise with a client just yesterday and we were talking about what she learned from an event that she had hosted. And she was like, well, I'm just like really not sure. (laughs) And I, I really did challenge her on that. I was like, but I think you do know. So if you did know, what would like, what would that look like? And she listed off like three things that she learned from this event and three things she would tweak next time and three things she thinks that like she could flat out get better results from it next time around. And that is so valuable because we were able to work through this idea that she didn't know and return her to her power so that she could look at it from a strategic standpoint and see what it was that she could apply to her her business moving forward, right? But so often the emotion of it gets in the way, the emotion of feeling like we just don't know how to get that next client can get in the way of taking the strategic action. So I just love this question so much because it allows you to really just, just to tune back in to get in touch with that intuitive knowing that says, yeah, I actually do know. And this is what I would be doing. And now I need to get my mindset on board with those actions, right? Doesn't mean that your mindset will be 100% on board with those actions. I think that's like one of the other misconceptions that can happen is we think, okay, well, I need to get my mindset 100% on board and then I can take the action. And the truth is most of the time, you're getting your mindset like most of the way there. And then the action is really taking it the rest of the way, right? It's really carrying it through. So I think if you can get your mindset mostly there and then take the action, that's what builds that self-trust over time. That's what says, yes, I actually can do this. I actually can take those actions. I actually can get my next client. And that is what builds big results in your business over time. So I hope that this myth was helpful to you. I am just like so about you tapping back in and really understanding that you do know the answers. And I'm not saying that it doesn't take an incredible amount of support to remind you of that sometimes or for you to be able to reprogram those thoughts that say you don't or really tap back into that. I know it does and I have witnessed that in my own business and I witness that with my clients all the time and that's why I love to support my clients in this way so that they can truly thrive in life and business but I also know that this is such valuable work that you can be doing, really just returning to your power, really deciding you know you have what it takes and like busting through the myth that says it needs to be complicated and that you don't know how to get that next client because 
It can be simple and actually is simple. So again, if you have been loving this series, I would be so incredibly grateful to you if you would screenshot this episode, share it out, Tag me at Amanda Joyce Weber on Instagram. I freaking love seeing you guys share these episodes. It means the absolute world to me that I talk into a microphone every week and that there are people on the other end listening just makes me so incredibly happy. So if you are loving it, please share it out so we can get this into the earbuds of the people who need to hear it most. And of course, I would always appreciate you leaving an honest review on whatever podcasting app you listen on. Always so grateful for those as well. So I will be back next week and have an incredible week, you guys. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business, and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. I think that deep down we all, oh, Ollie's on the move and he's making a lot of noise here. <laughs> Hold on, we'll give it a second.